welcome to Forever Canon, the podcast where we talk about how to become a man and get in touch with your feelings. I'm Justin. I'm Tim. And this week, we're going to wrap up book four of Legacy of the Force, Exile, with chapters 17 to 20. But first, bum bum bum. Previously, on Forever Canon. The Manchurian Klaus Kadate reactivates and Luke hugs Leia. The Carillion blockade is broken, but Centerpoint gets smacked. Ben has a big birthday on Zyost. And the sword and her boys go hunting. And Jason has a proposition for piss pants. But obviously all of that was last week. All of that silliness. This week we start with chapter... 17 on Zyost or Zyost or nah, it's the Oost. Don't say Z either. Zyost? No, Zyost. Zyost. Oh, Zyost doesn't sound bad. Zyost on the Z planet. On the planet. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Let's get, let's see. Ben is making good progress across the planet with his new R2 shaker. And his new six-year-old ward, Kiara, yeah, across the snowy forests. Because he had a conscience. He didn't just leave her to die. Well, now he spends his nights fighting off evil force voices in his sleep. Yes, he does. So this trip's gone weird. During the day, though, he realizes someone is watching from the sky in a ship. And he just thinks, who? who? What? Why? Oh, yeah. Like, he's and, very and confused. How? And how, too. Who, how does anybody know I'm here? Yeah, because he starts tearing apart the electronics, like, yep. Fascus's stuff, his... Confusing days here for a 14-year-old. Now, the now 14 The now 14. Technically, a man. Yeah. If he's a Mandalorian, he's yeah. a man. Yeah. A man. DeLorean. Moving on. Cut to Star System Mickey Mouse. Lumaya is having a chat with the secret pirates from Zyos. And they let her know, Faskus is dead. Got him. Bang. Ben is on his way to where they need him to go on the planet. But there's a complication. The little girl. Yeah, the little girl. Faskus wasn't supposed to bring his daughter with him. But he did on this illegal, whatever Ponzi deal he had made here. Bring your six-year-old. Cool. You're a cool dad. (laughs) Anyways, there's a complication now. So... Lumaya takes us the wrong way or the right way, if you're a Sith, where Ben has now failed the test. Yep. He, instead of just sacrificing the girl to get the mission done, he has a heart. Yeah, he shows <laughs> and compassion. He shows that. compassion. Yes, yeah. very, very, very true. Fail. That's Sith fail. <laughs> yeah, Sith fail. You got to remember what scale you're being graded on. Yeah. This one, that's a fail for her. So. What As a human do? being, it's a pass. But. Well, yeah, it's not. He's not Sith focused. Yeah, he's not Sith thinking. No. So Lumai says, naturally, of course, she orders the pirates to kill Ben Skywalker. She just ordered the death of Luke Skywalker's son. One more reason for him to kill her if he found out about it. Yeah, I mean, he seems to be racking up a pretty good list of reasons to kill her, and she doesn't seem to care. Why? Why do you not care that you're racking up reasons 
for the most powerful man in the galaxy to kill you. Because she loves him? <laughs> I don't know. Why? Do, why? I don't know why she doesn't care. Shoo. Cut to Ziost. Back to Ziost. After finding a tracking device in his fanny pack, a little metal spider looking thing, Ben is attacked by the pirate TIE Fighter. And although he's never done it ever before in his life, because he's never had proper Jedi training, he is unsure, but of course he manages to lift a massive stone in the way of the TIE Fighter and smacks the TIE Fighter and forces him to retreat. The boy has the power. Yes, he does. Even though he doesn't believe that he does, he's got that hot, hot Skywalker (laughs) blood like we've talked about before. Oh, so pure, so pure, so strong. Well, now it's got spy blood in it too, but this kid also good. You know, he's having a, he's having a good little uh, vision quest here. He's protect. You know, uh, like okay, maybe not by the grading scheme of Lumaya, but like he's surviving in the wilderness. He's apparently learned how to hunt food. He's taking care of a six year old. He's protecting them from beasts in the, in the nighttime that are. Gathering around them, prowling around. Nothing, nothing's happened yet. Yeah. Thank God. Because he's probably not sure if he'd be able to stop them. <laughs> but I'm sure he would in fantastic well, yeah. fashion. He just stopped the TIE fighter from the ground. With a giant, like, monolith stone. Yeah. Uh, or, I imagine, like, a big boulder, how they were describing it in these, like, crumbled black stone Sith ruins that they're... Yeah, like, almost like huge pieces of onyx. Traversing right now. Yeah, something like that. The six-year-old, of course, starts crying. Yeah. When will they be back, she says. Will they be back? Ben says, yeah. But I'll be ready. Oh. Hello, badass Ben. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, 14 now, huh? Yeah. Yikes. You smash one TIE fighter with a stone. Got all the confidence you ever need. It it would be a little bit of a confidence boost, I I think. I mean, he didn't destroy it. The guy just had to fly away. Yeah. I mean... It's not that big of a deal, dude. But he has some time now to reflect on almost abandoning the girl. Back when, you know, he first found her at Fascus's camp and he was like, yo, I got to leave you behind. Sorry, you're going to die like your dad. Yeah. Because I got to survive and do my mission. Anyways, he's reflecting on that and he's deciding one goal being more important than another is not the way to tackle these problems. He was deciding that the amulet is more important than the girl instead of doing the Jedi thing and trying to protect both. Try and to accomplish both goals, not just give up on one and sacrifice it yeah. for the other. To ensure the success of the other, he's, he's going to put all his energy into both, which is, I like that. He thinks to himself, he'd been wrong. Perhaps sometimes Jason had been wrong too. But then... Ben shook his head. No. Jason was more than twice Ben's age. He was older, wiser, more powerful. He wouldn't make that kind of mistake mm-hmm. ever. <laughs> unless he was human. Which, of course, can't be possible. No. He is Jesus. He is super strong magic. Way better magic than Jesus had. No offense to Jesus. No. But like, all right, turn your water into wine. That's pretty, That's a party. Feed, feed the people with the fish and bread. Again, a party. They're like, yo, 
get some Jason Solo powers, and then we'll talk about <laughs> writing books about you and doing a podcast about it. Okay, I'm not here. We're not reading the Bible for a reason. We're reading Star Wars on purpose. <laughs> Way better magic powers. Moving on. The point is. Ben is really starting to contemplate his actions on this vision quest here. Like he's like becoming self-aware. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's waking up to consciousness. Making his own decisions. And conscientiousness. And deciding which decisions are right himself. Uh, and me reading it, I'm wondering if maybe this Sith journey is having the opposite effect that Lumai intended. It seems to it be. To- I think it totally is. Instead of being ruthless and embracing the dark energy around here. He put on his Jedi cloak and put his hood up and he's like reasserting himself in the light as a protector. Yeah. Specifically instead of an, an enforcer or like a, a yeah. focus driven single goal oriented. No, like all around protector guy. Yeah. Well, that's, that's not what this test was for, man. <laughs> no, <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> Which I mean, and, and not being that enforcer is like, that's what Jason is becoming. Yeah. The enforcer of right and wrong. Yeah. Not the protector of good from evil. You know, that's, it's a fine line, but it's a freaking difference. Yeah. It's the, the approach of it's very different. Yeah. Well, one is a shield. Yeah. And the one is, is meant a sword. to, yeah, one is meant to kill. No, and not a sword of the Jedi. So obviously a bad sword. Yeah. A sword of the Sith. That's bad. Swords are only good if good guys have them. Clearly, Ben has another thought here, and he says, Jason talks about admiring the order of the old empire, but being on the other end of that TIE fighter is horrible. Yes. You know? It's one thing to be the man up in the Star Destroyer. It's very much different to be the oppressed on the ground. 14 years old now, wise as fuck. (laughs) Yeah, all of a sudden. (laughs) Hello, I am woke. Hello, uh, I am Walt Skywalker. I am here to save you. <laughs> things are making sense all of a Sorry, sudden. Sorry, rescue you. Oh, I just misquoted. Yes, you did. Ooh, don't email me at forevercampodcast at gmail.com. Cut to Zyost Orbit. A Bothan named Deer, great, is in charge of this pirate crew, and he's 0% impressed that his guy is coming back a failure to a Jedi kid with a rock. So this, is this like a David versus Goliath very much or what? It's it's a bit of a com- it's a bit of a comparison. Yeah. He literally took down the big giant with a rock. With, with a rock. Yeah. That he threw at it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I didn't realize it until they were making fun of this guy. And then I was like, oh, that was pretty David versus Goliath. <laughs> and like, what a great part of your vision quest journey of growth. And uh, like, he is becoming a way more thoughtful... Uh, and careful person out here on this quest that he's on. Yeah. This mission that he's been on ever since starting with, you know, that, that building on Almania where he's like, normally I would just go in there, but let me approach, let me try and think about it. Like my mom right away. You're like abstract thinking like an adult, not like a 13 year old. Yeah. And it, it's been, it's growing ever since. I, th- I think the, if it had been something different that he had had to go after, not not this thing, not this necklace, dangerous Sith artifact, yeah, that could like destroy all the universe if yeah, somebody had it. Right. If it was Allegedly. something, yeah. If it was something a little less 
galaxy impacting, mm-hmm. I don't think he would have ha- had the same thought about it. The same care yeah. into, into his mission. Yeah, because he's trying to protect everything rather than just, say, protect a specific person or whatever. Well, that's why I think it's posed that way, right? It's like, if you're writing the story, would be, ooh, let's make the mission very important to force his morality harder. <laughs> like yeah. it's you have to care more about it and be more careful about what you're doing because you do care more about it Yeah, because it will destroy the galaxy. If Faskus <laughs> gets it, Oh, he's got a six year old daughter and Oh, he doesn't know what it is. And Oh, things are not what I thought they are. It is. It's a pretty interesting vision quest that this kid's on. And I keep calling it that. I know I'm being redundant as fuck, but I don't care. Anyways, back to the pirates on the ship. The boss man, Deer, assures us someone else will take care of the job tomorrow. Didn't kill Ben today, but we'll get him tomorrow. Whew. Whew. Thank the Lord. I was worried. I was worried nobody was going to kill Ben Skywalker. Yeah, well, got to go back. Got to finish the job. Yeah. (laughs) I don't want to see contracts unfulfilled for anybody. I want everybody to live up to all the promises that they make, no matter (laughs) how dangerous and deadly they may be. Cut to the Millennium Falcon at a Tendrondro Drowndrayer station. The Falcon is fully repaired and ready for a test run. Let's go make sure everything is ready for this fresh start. No more on the run. No more criminals hiding. No more being in exile. Let's go find our family and hug them some more and save everybody and... Do what we want. We're on a, a new direction. We're on a new path. Yep. We're putting the family back together. And we're making our own choices. A fresh start. Psych! <laughs> Psych! Wouldn't you know, a Bothan cruiser pops right out in front of them. Bang! Out of hyperspace. And just starts firing all, all the nearby shipyards trying to take them over. Han, Leia, and Lando are forced to defend themselves. And run away. Once again, taking away all of their agency and their ability to do what they want to do. They're just being forced in a direction again. Yep. This time, you know, unwillingly. But there you are again. On the run, defending yourself, just like on Hapes. They just got it fixed, too. Yeah, exactly. Like, you just... And then they end up killing a bunch of Bothans trying to escape, right? So I'm sure that'll be fine. I'm sure that's great. Yeah, that that won't go bad at all. As they escape and destroy their Bothan pursuers, C-3PO tells Han, there's a message from Ural Levint. Everybody turn to page 271 with me and check your book if you have the same typo that I had. Yeah. Tim has it. I still have I have it. He has an older edition than my book. I have a newer edition. It still has it in there. I'm sure they don't. Whatever. U-R-A-L. Now, is that a better name than urine? Ural? Not really. It's better because it's not urine. It's marginally better because it's not a real word, but it doesn't sound much better. Unless it's like Ural. No, man. Ural? That's all right. Listen, no, I don't want to talk about this girl's name anymore. Moving on. They have a message from her, Han and Leia. Remember, she was like, hey, Jason, let me get in contact with your parents. Maybe it's not a typo. Maybe she's using a slightly fake name. Maybe it's her brother or her sister. Or could, or could be. Could be a family member with a slightly different name. But it's not. It's her. 
because in the safety of hyperspace, they review the message, and it's our old Captain Pisspants saying, Alamarar is on the venture and wants you dead. Please kill her. Also, need you to hook me up with details for the big confederation meetup. Please and thanks. Catch you later. <laughs> Don't know you. Never met you before. Yeah. But I think I'm as good of a smuggler as you. <laughs> You're my hero, so. Um. All right. So, what do you know? Right in their wheelhouse. Someone they don't know needs a favor. Perfect job for Han and Leia. Off to Coruscant. <laughs> yeah. Like, fuck off. Let's do something that somebody else wants us to do. It, is this... This must be a theme to be examined here or something, right? Like, this can't be happening for no reason, narratively. Why they keep getting railroaded. Maybe it's like a like a general thing about war in itself that sometimes people just do the things they have to do. Yeah. Maybe. And like, it just, your responsibilities are just pull it, pulling them away from their family over and over again. But like, I don't know. You at a certain point, you don't have to do this favor. Although they want a lemon dead. They do want that. You can't be looking over your shoulder all the time. Right? No. And, Alema should be brought in. <laughs> like, At the really? very least, like they do want to try to save her. They talked about that earlier. Yeah. But for now, they're just doing favors. Chapter 18. We start on Zayas. Zayas. Ben wakes up from a nightmare mid karate kick. Pretty sick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he and Kiara are being attacked by necks. Which essentially, if you ever see pictures of uh, Joe Rogan's guests posing next to the American werewolf in London prop that he has, they pretty much look like a four-legged werewolfy looking monster thing. Yeah. Wouldn't you know it, resourceful Ben remembers the blaster that he took from Fascus. And it gives him the upper hand in this battle. He's really doing it out there. He's doing it, Tim. He's surviving. He's protecting. He's improvising, adapting, overcoming. Look at the boy grow. He's 14 now. He is 14 now. <laughs> Look at how much more he's doing now that he's 14. What? What? Obviously, it's not age-based. No. He's gone on this mission now that's breeding all of this like independence and confidence in him. Yeah, he's by himself in on this not very habitable planet. Yeah, well, not particularly uh, at all. Well, yeah, well. Hospitable, not habitable. Yeah, not really sentiently habitable if there's that much destructive wildlife and uh, fauna. Yeah. Because, I don't know, good luck surviving. But he's doing it. It's been a busy little vision quest. Said it again. Voices are whispering to him, protect the girl. Protect the girl. Those evil voices are now telling him to protect the girl. Ben asks himself, are the voices good or a trap or <laughs> or part of his own subconscious mind? Who knows? Good question, buddy. <laughs> but the dark side energy suffusing this entire planet could probably tip your hand. <laughs> Cut to <laughs> Coruscant on the errant venture. Super team up team is exchanging info again. Here's the list. Number one. Confederation meeting is not just an election. 
also going to be a military action staged from the meeting place. <sighs> they, ain't, they ain't screwing around. Nope. They're going to elect an admiral or supreme commander and start blowing shit yeah, up right, right away. Right to the action. Number two piece of information. Leia wants to get Alema now. Dead or alive, please, Mr. Jovi. So, Jag, Zek, Jaina, and Leia, and Corrin, get ready to hunt. That's a, a pretty good crew. This is a dangerous damn team. They don't want to let Jag go at first, because he's not a Jedi. Yeah, That's I was going to say, he's the most useless of the group. But they're like, I mean, he's a killing machine, so he can come. Yeah. Also, it's like his personal vendetta. and like Yeah, it's the whole reason he's here. Yeah. <laughs> So let him come. <laughs> probably, probably don't want to bring him with Zach anyways. Cause let's listen to that. But yeah, we get a mom and daughter team up. We haven't had that yet. No, this is the first time the two of them are like working together and Alema can feel them all on the venture. And now she's excited. She thinks she's got a chance. For she's, real? she's got problems. Is she fucking crazy? <laughs> Okay, Jag, Zek, Jaina, Leia, Corin. That's five, first of all. Um, one, two of them are... One of them is a Jedi Master. Two of them are super deadly Jedi Knights. One of them's Leia. She's a good fighter, but she's not compared to these guys. And then Jag, who is like military expert. Yeah. And she's just excited. And she's, she's good with it. And that's not to mention the other people that are here on the ship. Yeah. Like Han's here and... And all their friends in Lando. And- well, if Han wasn't there, she wouldn't be as excited, right? Yeah. Because she wants Leia to watch her kill Han before she kills Leia. Yeah. It, balance. Balance. TM. Hmm. Shh. Cut to Zyost. This time. time what's that? We spent a lot of time here. Yeah, well, it's... Yeah, you're right. It's been a big part of the narrative. Like, since, like, halfway through the book, we've been... Every other vignette almost is flashback to what Ben's up to on this mission. Which on is Zyast. great. I love it. I, because I like Ben. He has exiled himself to go do this mission. And here he is with all this positive growth out of all of the choices that he's making during his ex- self-imposed exile. Yeah. And half of the book has been about him. And I, I like even from the beginning of the whole series, I've liked watching his character growth. Yeah, because like a reading, you got to cheer for him because first of all, he's a kid. Yeah, like he hasn't done anything wrong in his whole life. But when he does do something wrong, you're like, no, Ben, and he's, and he's Luke Skywalker's kid. Yeah, and he's Jason Solo's de facto apprentice. He's dope. Yeah, and so, so yeah, the- you totally have to cheer for him. You have to. Hey, shout out all you listeners out there! If you don't like Ben Skywalker, let me know. And let, let us me know, know why. Let us know. Let us know why. At, at the pod, podcast, Forever Podcast at gmail.com. Let us know on Facebook, on the Jay Plazer page. Let us know. Jesus, go on. Let us know because I will fight you. <laughs> okay? I will internet fight you. I'm not going to add voice effects to that, but I could. Cut to, back to, recut to, Zios. This time, Ben dreams of a red ship talking to him, waiting for him. Guiding Ben towards it. Oh my God, Tim, it's happening. It is happening. It's happening. No spoilers for all of you people who haven't read this, we'll but all there. of you that have, you know why we're excited. You know what's I've up. I've been excited since the very beginning of this book. As soon as 
Zios was mentioned, we started losing our nets. <laughs> Ooh, it's happening, but we, not. Yeah, we yeah. spent a lot of off-air time talking about what's going to happen. <laughs> hey, no peeks behind the curtain. We're excited. It's happening, but not yet. For now, Ben disables the pirate tracking device. And they don't get blown up by a TIE fighter today. Woo! Success. Yeah. You did it. Another success for Ben. There's that spy blood. Yes. You know, he's got the good mix of instincts of self-righteous protector. Maybe not self-righteous, but like properly righteous. Is there a way to be accurate? Uh, um, uh, um, is there a way to be righteous in an okay way? Uh, there's that line that if you don't cross it, then you're just on the line of being I think he's there just right righteous now. enough. I think he's there. And then he's got his special spy skills that also help him out. So... He disables the tracking device. They don't get blown up, but they're low on food and still being hunted by necks. Necks. I don't love saying that over and over. No. Things are tough on Ziost. Cut to the errant venture where Alema, with all her sweet, sweet confidence, falls right into the trap <laughs> set by all of these Jedi hunters plus Jag. <laughs> She's distracted by Zek as Corrin gets the drop on her. So she does a classic, classic film maneuver here and drops a chandelier on the crowd. Again, <laughs> something that we saw happen on hate. Yeah. The last time we saw the solos on the run doing somebody else's favor. You yeah. Know? Well, again, again Being this, one is, this one is a lot more. In, uh, in line with their direction, killing a lemma. It's a favor that they're happy to do. Yes. You know, it's a bit of a different one, but still here we are. And there's weird parallels like that. Is that, is it, is it a classic thing? The chandelier drop? Is that like, Ooh, I, I can't miss good, good move for the, for the writing or is it overdone? Cause now we've had it twice. Well, twice is fine. Twice in four books. Is it? Cause like we've had a lot of ventilation shifts. And a lot of sliding through tubes and a lot of repetition so far in some we, of the action sequences. We have, but it works for me. A lot of in the cantina. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The cantina <laughs> stuff. Of, We've discussed just, that. There's a lot of there. I don't know. Every time I just feel like I'm noticing more and more things here. We're four books in. It's three different people writing them. So it's like excusable to repeat things. Yeah. I mean, Aaron Alston specifically needs to lay off the turbo lift shafts. <laughs> Take it easy. But there's a little bit of carryover all the time. Like a yeah. lot, a little bit of repetition. And, and maybe that it's for theme, thematic reasons, you know? Like, who, 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 who is the one always falling down shafts? Ben Skywalker? Ben. Is it because he's, it's because he's, his life is beyond his control right now and he can't get a grip and everything's moving so fast and he just, Always seems to land on his feet. <laughs> yeah, making metaphors out of fucking nothing here. Yes, Moving on. After the chandelier drop, Alema then gets cornered in the hallway by Leia and Jaina. Sick. So she bails into a turbo lift and cuts a hole in the floor and escapes down the shaft. <laughs> Classic <laughs> or overdone. 
if Aaron Olsen drops another person down a chute or shaft, I'm going to fucking puke. <laughs> I swear to God, stop it. It's the same fucking thing over and over again. Again, how do you escape an elevator any other way? I don't know, but be more, I'm not the writer. Be more creative. Stop dropping people down tubes, man. Be more creative with the escapes. Be more constructive with the feedback. Anyways, moving on. Jag gets some one-on-one with Alema during this escape. He even gets to shoot her in the shoulder. Pa-pow. Because she just keeps running away from everybody. Yeah. Getting away. But wouldn't you know, even though Jag shoots her, she ultimately gets away. Stealing a ship. The Duracred. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean that kind of makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. She steals Piss Pants' ship and escapes. <laughs> That's, I love it. I actually like that a lot. It's a dick move. And I don't like Piss Pants. Chapter 19. We start on Zyost. Ben and Kiara have made their way to some ruins, but things are dire. Ben says he hasn't eaten in three days. And now he hears the voices even when he's awake. He says when when he's sleeping, they teach him how to fly the ship that he hasn't found yet. Yeah, I wonder if the reason he's hearing voices while he awake is either he's getting he's getting closer to where he's supposed to be going, or if part of it is he is just exhausted and can't hold them off anymore. Too. I think it's absolutely both. Yeah, and maybe other things we're not really thinking of right now, but for sure both of those things. Like he is getting weaker, and actually he he uh, he talks about. Something Ben says something about it later on, but like, yeah, he's getting closer to the source of the voices, supposedly, and also getting weaker progressively as he's getting yeah. there, right? So, yeah, I think you're right. I think it's like probably a combination of both. Yeah, even his astromech can barely move right now. Yeah, he's got no power. He can only walk like four steps. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and by the way, when he's thinking about these dreams that he's having, little Kiara says he's scary. <laughs> he looks scary. He's being scary. Ben thinks, can she feel the dark side? Is she force sensitive? Hmm. Because he's just having thoughts. And she's like reading him and reacting to him. So maybe she is. Oh, that's cool. I don't know. Maybe that's why she's there. Because of the force. Because the force put a force sensitive girl right in his way. As he would have totally become a probably psychopath here on this mission. Yeah. If he didn't have this little girl to anchor him to fucking goodness. Yeah, because the first thing he would have done, he would have flipped in, killed Fascus. And then just been on the way. Yeah. On the mission with none of this course correcting redemption to be found in the forest. You know, in the snowy forest. He'd probably still have enough food because he wouldn't be feeding her. Oh, yeah. He wouldn't be hungry. No. He wouldn't be, well, maybe he'd be able to fight the voices off better. Hey, I don't, uh, I don't know. Cut to Coruscant in Nyathal's office. Jason surprises Nyathal with his intel on the Confederation gathering. The intel that Piss Pants got from Han and Leia and Jason is now giving to Nyathal. They'll be on Gilladder 8. Gil, Giladder? Giladder. Giladder 8. Yeah. And he has a plan already. Yeah, we're just going to leave that there. 
his plan is to use the Jedi and stealth axes. Duh. <laughs> Let's use the Jedi. Oh, what a plan, Jason. Wow, yeah. you fucking brilliant mastermind. But pretty bold for him to assume the Jedi are just going to hop up and do whatever he wants them to do. I know they're like beholden to the to protecting the uh, alliance and stuff but you're just gonna send them out there to go spy on a bunch of people that you're gonna kill jason's plan is a go and niathal says she will have jedi cooperation with a simple order Ooh, bold again <laughs> Ooh, double bold do it can you double bold that bold it underline it italicized italicized you, you read my mind <laughs> As Jason leaves the meeting, Lumaya catches up to his side, letting him know that Ben may be dead. I've lost track of him. <laughs> because she has. He yeah. broke the tracker. The pirates can't find him. Oops. My bad. <laughs> and she tells Jason she's fully healed. And she came to his side because he's about to enter a period of great danger. Danger? For Jason? That's impossible! Yeah. <laughs> he can't be in danger. He's the strongest Jesus there ever was. He's got the best Jesus magic you ever saw. Whew, cut to. Sios. So, everyone is slowly starving to death as they reach the Blackstone Ruins. The voices are now telling Ben to eat the girl. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, yikes. <laughs> a bit of a tone change from protect the girl. He totally doesn't, though. He totally doesn't eat her. Okay? Stop yeah, that. Stop. Yeah. Stop right there. He doesn't. It might logically be the right choice for survival. But Ben wants to trust his feelings instead of logic. That's a Jedi, right? It seemed to him... That neither thinking nor feeling needed to be the boss of the other. In a Jedi, they should be mixed. Partners. He wondered if that was the case with guards as well. Ah. 14-year-old super woke genius has discovered the secret of life. Or is it just experience now that he's 14? (laughs) He's experienced. He's smart enough. Yeah. To understand, you have to use your brain and your gut. Yes. Not one or the other. Take all the information from all the spots and combine it and see what comes up. Future Grandmaster right there. Ooh. If only we had those books. Yeah. Moment of silence for Ben Skywalker who has now been melted with Jason Solo into Ben Solo on the big screen. Future Grandmaster, we hardly knew you. Yeah. But he's smart enough to figure that out. And that isn't, is that not a Jedi? Trust your feelings. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Use your brain, but trust your feelings. I don't know. Yeah. That's, that's just such good advice. Your feelings are there for a reason. Yeah. Use, feel them and use your brain to interpret. That's, I think that's, that's a good, which is like the problem 
with Jason right now is he is ignoring his emotions and denying his emotions. Yeah. And lying to himself that he's only using logic instead of honestly evaluating the reasons for his actions. And Ben here, 14 years old, alone in a fucking snow forest, is like, oh, think and feel. Yeah. <laughs> he's smarter now. Yeah. He's more experienced. He's older. He's 14. <laughs> and he's smart enough to set up another Megastone cave-in trap for the TIE fighter that he summons with, he puts his little thing back together, his little uh, antenna tracker, puts yeah. it back together. And here comes a TIE fighter. He sets up a trap and the TIE fighter does not kill him. <laughs> no. um, he caves it in with rocks. It crashes. And he does what any good adventurer would do and loots the TIE fighter. Lots of supplies, food, water, power packs, everything they need. Yeah. That's so good. Strange how that works. Ben doesn't feel bad at all. He has Killed this man on purpose. The king of accidental kills. He, yeah. The innocent 13-year-old who never killed anybody on purpose is now 14. Lured a man to his death. Lured a man to his death so that he and a 6-year-old could survive. A bad man to his death. A man who was going to kill him. Yeah, still. So, still. That has a different, you know, that has a bit of a different weight to it. A little bit. It wasn't just some fucking innocent dude That's <laughs> walking true, by but... a coffee shop flipping... Cred coins out of his <laughs> briefcase instead of shoving him in front of a bus. You know, like there's a, you know. There is a distinction, but he could have been fine just not. Mm, but what if he died before he got to the amulet and somebody else gets it? So that's where the galaxy saving stakes come in, where like, yeah. I have to survive. I can't just hope to survive. I have to make sure, you know? Yeah. And it works perfectly. I, like, I pretty, agree with his plan. Pretty like, pretty Deus Ex Machina. Well, yeah. Like, oh, here's all the things you need. Here's what I'm gonna do, and here's how it works. And but fi- but finally, it. yeah, finally, no more accidents. This was on purpose. This was a trap. Yeah. This was a trap. A, a trap. He has become a 14 year old man now. He kills people on purpose for the right reason. Only for the right reasons. Yeah. Killing people on purpose, saving little girls. He's all about doing the righteous thing. the things. Jedi way. Yeah. Cut to the errant venture. Piss Pants calls up the Solos to let them know she sent Alema looking for them at Giladder 8. A wild goose chase so she can get blown up. <laughs> Leia says, great, I'll go there and make sure she dies. Piss Pants goes, uh, not really... How a misdirect works, but all right. All right, Uh, then. Okay, transmission over. (laughs) Cut to the Gil Adder system. Okay. I hate saying Gil Adder. So from now on, I'm going to call it Glitter. Okay. So Glitter system. Cut to the Glitter system. It turns out the Jedi are fully down to execute Jason's plan. (laughs) Because here they all are, hiding out in space, spying on all the other ships out here. Like, like, like all the Jedi, like, so there's so many Jedi here. Ready? Here we go. Luke, Mara, and their fellow pilots, including Corin, Kip, Jaina, and Jack, plus Jag, finally getting some shift time in Jaina's stealth axe. So Jag is in a stealth axe out there with 
One, two, three, four, five, six Jedis. Yeah. Four of them, three of them masters, one of them the grandmaster, two of them and uh, unadmitted boyfriend and girlfriend. And those are just the ones with names because it. it says fellow pilots, yep. including those people. Yep, including the best of the best. Yeah, so there are out some... here for Jason's mission. I'm sure there, there are some nameless Jedi knights out there too, just hanging around. Also happens to be a lot of family and uh, family friends Yes, out here to witness this mission and see what is going to happen. They've started moving GA ships into place for the big trap. They're hiding them like in the in a nearby planet's atmosphere because it has a lot of radiation or something. It's yeah, like hiding in a gas giant or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're going to come out of the mist to, to kill the Confederation. Cut to Zios. Back to Zios. <laughs> what do you know? I love it. With the magic energy of food and power, Ben and Kiara make their way deep in the ruins. Following the voices in Ben's head to a large circular chamber. He finds the vehicle he's been dreaming about as he commands it to show itself through the force. And first it laughs at him. Yeah. Until he puts some <laughs> anger and hatred into his Yeah, he, command. Puts his, he puts his big boy voice on. Yes, he puts his dad voice on and says, show me yourself. Oh, wait, let's make it a Rick and Morty joke. Show me what you got. Okay. <laughs> a long segmented metal arm attached to a circular body. Its central viewport lit yellow and seeming to be a watchful eye. Oh, the ship is here. The ship is here. And fuck me, because wait a goddamn second. I always thought this ship was like made out of stone. It's made out of metal. Yeah, I it, but like articulating metal. Because well, we'll we'll talk about yeah that later when he uses it, I guess. But like, I thought this thing was like rocks, like uh, like a Yuzhan Vong type ship all yeah. this time. I don't know why I thought that. Probably because I read the Vong book shortly after I read Probably. The but it's not, guys. It's metal. So frick me. God, I'm dumb. Moving on. Ben has to coax Kiara aboard the scary eyeball ship. <laughs> and he commands the malevolent presence to fly, you fools. Sorry, wrong book. Just fly. Just fly. Regular fly. You fools. And it listens to him. Just does. Chapter 20. Glitter Town number eight. Jason and Lumaya are undercover in disguises, heading to the big conference. How do you disguise Jason Solo, you ask? Give him a mustache. Let me, <laughs> let me read the description. Quote from the Please book. Please do. Dark spray-on skin color and a beard. How do you disguise Jason Solo? You turn him into Lando? Blackface. You turn him into You Lando. put him in blackface. <laughs> you put him in blackface. Tim, his disguise is blackface. <laughs> yes. That's not... That's not a disguise. Don't do that. I mean... Don't do that. He's in blackface. Why is Jason Solo in blackface? <laughs> Unfortunately, Aaron Alston is dead and will not be answering for this crime. But why is that your... In a, 
this is science fantasy, right? In a galaxy full of aliens and strange beings, why do you put your white guy in blackface for your readers on planet Earth? <laughs> okay. Han was in yellow skin earlier, dressed like an alien with a mustache. Other people have been in other disguises, and it's all fine. And this probably is, too, in the context yes. of the greater galaxy, right? Because there's just so much more going on out there physically. Yeah. But for your readers here on planet Earth, I mean, Jesus, why is he just in blackface, man? <laughs> Can't it be a better fucking disguise than that? <laughs> okay. I just... Okay. Yep. Let's... You know what, guys? Okay. Don't do that. Don't do that. What's Lumaya's costume disguise, you ask? Nope. Gonna double down on that black face because she's got the same spray on dark skin. What the fuck? <laughs> they spray paint, spray painting themselves black. That's their disguise. I just... Anyway. 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 Wouldn't you yeah. know? Wouldn't you know? It's just about time for that big vote to get underway, right? About time for all these Confederation delegates to start... Casting their votes. Jason's asking around, when is the big vote? Who? Uh, yes, uh, I am not Jason Solo, of course. I am somebody else. Yeah. A black person, in fact. Who? When are we doing <laughs> voting? <laughs> um, psych! Oh, Aaron Alston, you did it again. Boom! This was a strong swerve. Jason has been fooled. There is no vote, you idiot. That's just the fake-ass information we put out there to lure you here. The giant 20-foot hologram commander tells him as a spotlight shines down directly on Jason Solo as he's announced to the crowd. He realizes he's been fooled <laughs> as the literal spotlight is shone down upon him. He's in Being introduced as Jason Solo kind of gives it away, not whitey blackface. So... You know, your cover's been blown. He has been totally fucking fooled. Yeah. Totally duped and screwed here and set into a trap. He sends a warning to the Jedi right away, which is relayed to Admiral Nyathal. And hot damn, I can just picture her turning her fish head, sitting on that Mon Cal cruiser, the... The, what was it? The Galactic Voyager, which used to be Admiral Akbar's ship. She turns her head. She spins in her chair and she says, It's a trap! <laughs> because it fucking is. Yeah, it is. Jason has fallen into the trap. But Luke and the Jedi are coming to rescue him. As are Han and Leia and Lando separately in the Falcon. And they better hurry the hell up as about two or three teams of guards yeah, start opening start fire on in. him. Yeah. Which Alemo Rar is, of course, watching from the shadows well, as these security teams try to kill where Jason. She lives. But she's excited that Leia is coming. Balance, balance, balance. Yeah, I know. She's starting to get annoying. Yeah, like, she is. Just repetitively self uh, obsessed with the same things not self obsessed but uh, obsessed with the same things yeah and that's okay that's her character it's not badly written it's just she's annoying like that yeah she's supposed <laughs> to be all. she just is annoying like that it's great 
Yeah. Cut to Zyost. We're back. Ben is flying this ship, son. Oh. I just want I just want to breathe that in for a minute because my goddamn. I was so happy when he got on the ship and he's like sitting on this little disc and he's like in there saying all his commands out loud and then like he notices the ship is like sneering at him every time he does it like mockingly. He can feel the ship mocking him because he's not just using his mind to command. Yeah. Talking out loud like an idiot. (laughs) Simple plebe. Dumbass. But he's flying the sucker. Using the force to magnet launch metal balls. Yep. At the pirate ship. Ah, the pirate ship. (laughs) Which (laughs) he can maneuver with the force after firing them. That's handy as fuck. That's badass. He takes out that pirate freighter. No problem. They've been watching him from orbit all these days. Goodbye. And so, magnetically launching metal balls off of the top arm of the ship or bottom one. The bottom one's lasers. So, like, is the ship self-generating the metal, obviously, to propel? I would think so. And so... It's kind of alive. Interesting. It's like... Yeah, kind of a living thing, but it also can shoot lasers yeah. out of the bottom arm. It's just really strange. It's, it is really strange. It's I fr- I thought it was a freaking rock, and uh, and I remember that doesn't matter. But. I remember being a rock too, like like a I rock obviously poisoned likes... the well here. <laughs> you must have. <laughs> I don't know, but it's metal, you guys. It's yeah, metal. yeah, it's metal. But Ben's got to use his anger. To really get full control of the ship, he has to tap in to the dark side of the Foss. And with just the thought, even though he's unsure if he can do it, he commands the ship to jump half a fucking galaxy all the way to Coruscant. And it does. Yeah. This ship is so dope. I love it. Mind-controlled flying murder machine that is apparently metal. No. Well. I didn't know. I wonder if, like, maybe because it's been on on this planet all this time, that's why it's dark side-ish? Like, that's why it's dark side? Yeah. I wonder if, if after a while, if somebody, a light side user, yeah. could, could like... Turn it. Whoosh. Yeah. Is it manifested from the dark side, or is it just poisoned from being in it all the time? Yeah. I don't know, because I don't know who built it. Yeah, I, I don't remember if we find that out or not. I think I, we do. I, I think I think Lumaya knows. Well, she I, knows it's there. I think I think later people talk about that, but like, I don't care. Ships here. That's yeah, the ships here. Ships here. Okay, ships here. Cut to the glitter system. Lumaya senses Alema in the crowd of this giant fight that has broken out inside of the trap at the Confederation gathering, as Luke and Mara. And Han and Leia arrive one after the other. Alema is just like, mm, mm, tasty, tasty. I love it. Her and Lumaya decide to make another tag team appearance versus the Skywalkers and Solos this time. They they won that last tag match, and now they're ready to tag on two tag teams at the same time. This is bold, even for dark ladies. I'll tell you what. I tell you what as luke and lumaya face off once again she draws his attention to the fact that jason has escaped everybody came here to save him 
mm-hmm. into this trap. It's meant to kill Alliance forces, specifically Jason Solo. Yeah. And all the ships that were coming. He fell into this trap and everybody jumped in to save him. And he, and he saved himself. He took off. And abandoned everyone else. And Lumaya points that out to Luke. And Luke just kind of thinks, that's not cool, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you just bailed on me. That's not, You're ruining it, Jason. Yeah. That's, what the fuck? That's, that's my whole thing. That's not cool. Yeah, that's my thing, man. I'm a little too short to be a stormtrooper. Whatever. Apparently, in this fight, Lumaya just wants Luke to hold her hand? Yeah. What? You weirdo? Why? <laughs> what? Why? <laughs> That's for you, Pete. You better fucking be listening. But why? Why? She's like, feel my thoughts, Luke. Feel my f- intentions. Feel my feelings. I have no Ill-, Ill will towards you. She reaches out her hand. Why? Why do you want him to hold your hand? And then he does. Why? Why do you not kill her? Yeah. Why? What? Because he's very confused by the fact that she doesn't show any hate towards him at all in the force. And so now there's a a new question to be answered in this big puzzle. And so you can't kill her yet because she's got answers that you still need. Yeah. But why are you holding her hand? Mara's not going to like that. No, Mara's not going to like that. It was a little bit feisty, jealous, a little bit sometimes. Holding your ex-girlfriend's hand. And then on the other side of the battlefield, or somewhere else, as Alema and Leia are battling. Thank God this wasn't in a cantina, by the way. Great job. Yeah. As Alema and Leia are battling, Alema starts putting on some pilot's gear. (laughs) Okay. As her ship comes barreling through the glass ceiling of this giant, what it used to be like a tourist attraction to look at the beautiful planets. So it has wide open glass ceiling and floor on it, right? Yeah. Here comes the dirt crud. <laughs> a little smashy smashy and bye-bye to all the atmosphere and skywalkers and solos, right? She is fucking crazy, bro. <laughs> but I actually love this. Yeah. Of all the stupid dumb ways she's been like waiting and picking her spot and don't blow the dart yet cuz Luke's not looking or something. No. Smash a ship through the window and kill everybody at once. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's not a terrible plan. Like it's she a good finally plan. just went for it. Yeah. Send I, it. Let's I really go. respect that finally. As annoyed as we're getting with her, like, oh, I have to do everything in a certain order to serve the balance and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, but if I can escape and murder everybody at the same time, thumbs up. Yeah, why not? I don't, I just, I don't know. But where did Jason escape to? Back to the Anakin solo. All the way there, he's just wishing for some way to command the entire fleet, command the entire battlefield instantaneously. Sounds unrealistic. Sounds too powerful. Sounds impossible to achieve, Jason. That that won't ever be a real thing. Cut to the Galactic Voyager, the uh, Mon Cal Cruiser, uh, Mm -hmm. commanded by Nithal, on their way back to Coruscant after this failed venture. Luke Skywalker is in a room here and he has a lot on his mind. Jason abandoning everyone for his GA duties is cold blooded. Yes. But from his perspective, he gives it a little bit of 
understanding where he's like, yeah, it's pretty gross that he abandoned his family, but he was going back to the main fleet to command the entire battle. You know, so Luke does say that in the text, and that is kind of giving him a little benefit of the doubt there. Yeah. Instead of completely condemning him for his actions, which should be happening for about 1,600 pages now. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, give or take, something something like that. Uh, Also confusing, why the hell did Lumaya want to hold hands, he says. What (laughs) the fuck? Plus... Ben is still missing. Oh my God! Wait, I feel him. <laughs> and cut to yeah, <laughs> Solo, Jason Solo, feeling like a dickhead. It was his plan. The trap was for him, and he's got hurt feelings. And speaking with Lumaya, she has the solution. She says, "Would you like to avoid this in the future?" To be matchless, undefeatable in strategic engagements? No one is undefeatable. Hmm. Perhaps not. But the commander who knows exactly where all the battlefield's forces are, who does not need to depend solely on limited sensors and fallible analysts, will be defeated much less often. You're talking about battle meditation. You've mentioned it before. No. Battle meditation? Is weak. I'm talking about a different technique. A more powerful technique for the master of the Sith. Bum, bum, bum. As Jason was flying back to the Anakin Solo, thinking to himself, I wish I had a way to control the entire battle with the Force, Lumaya says, wouldn't you like to? What was the one thing you wanted? You wanted the power to save your... Wife that you love from dying? Wouldn't you like that specific power that I know? <laughs> Here we are, you know, a, reflect, a reflection of yeah. the same kind of manipulation. I can give you exactly what you want if you... <laughs> but at the same time, maybe she's genuine. Maybe she does know this power. Maybe she can teach it to him, you know? Yeah. She says, you're almost ready to learn my magic, okay? But you just gotta do a couple little things. Number one. Claim your title as Master of the Sith by sacrificing your love. And number two, gotta choose your Sith name. Jason, again, thinks to himself, in a drastic rewrite of the end of book two, if it's Alana or Tanelka, never, 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 never. And he starts convincing himself, it's probably my parents, though. Yeah. Look at all the things that have been happening lately. It's probably my parents, but I'm not even sure if I even love them anymore. So is it even going to be a worthy sacrifice? Hey man, that's a sign that, uh, that you're, you're falling to the side. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he lays out some decent points in that, in that thought in that paragraph as to why, but like, it's not enough. (laughs) No. I mean, well, it is, it is enough. Because what he talks about is how his whole childhood was like, mom and dad come home for a week and then you're shipped off to surrogate parents for months and months and months at a time. The being Ayala Winter and, uh, well, it was her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or no, Ayala. Not Ayala. No, not Ayala Winter. Winter 
Kelchu. Yeah, and I and Ayala is the other girl. I fricked all that up. Anyways, Ayala or being, Winter being shipped off to surrogate parents all the yeah. time. He doesn't really feel like he ever was that connected with his parents. And then over the years, becoming an adult and seeing the sacrifices that they have to make and questioning the decisions that they do make and favors they choose to fulfill. Yeah, he's like, I don't even know if I love them. So will I be able to sacrifice them? Lumaya immediately flips and says, maybe you're not ready. What? You just told me I was this close yeah. to magic powers. What are you talking about? Not ready. She says, stop being afraid and have feelings. That's essentially what she tells him. Yeah. She tells him, you are ignoring your emotions and you need to harness the power that comes from them. Even if they're scary, bad, sad emotions. Yeah, wimp. <laughs> like, be a Sith. Do yep. it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. AKA, be Jaina. Yeah. <laughs> Have feelings. Yeah. Use them. Hate everything. Especially boys. Now, same question I have every time Lumaya starts telling people what to do. How much is she being sincere? And how much is she being manipulative? This, I think... Does he really need to use his emotions to become a master of the Sith? Or is this a fault in the foundation that she's trying to set up so that she can knock him down later? When he does become the, you know? I think it's full manipulation at this point. Yeah. On this one, I think so. Um, he does need to use his emotions just to be a general human. True. But I think she's telling him to like, oh, you're you're ready, you're there, and then pulling the rug out from under him, saying, no, you know what, you're yeah. not ready. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's like on the office, like negotiation tactics that Michael prints off of Google and uses, and what it's like. Change the venue of the meeting at the last second. Speak uh, speak so quietly that the, they they have to lean in to hear you. Like all kinds of stupid yeah. mental manipulation where she's like, put the carrot in front of him and then pull it away immediately and tell him to be a man. Yeah. Embrace your emotions. As I said at the top of the podcast, become a man and get in touch with your feelings. As Jason sits there digesting this information... He plans to kill his parents regardless of whether or not he loves them and they're the right sacrifice. <laughs> he says either they are or they're not and they're going to get in my way the whole time. So I might as well plan to kill them. We end book four, Exile, with one big question. Who will be Jason's sacrifice? Catch you next week. For the book four exile review slash book five sacrifice preview. Until then, I'm Justin. And I'm Tim. And my Sith babies, don't be afraid to feel. <laughs> For any comments and questions, you can hit us up at forevercanonpodcast at gmail.com. Forever Canon Podcast is a Jay Plazer production. Catch us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube at jplazer. Check us out.